0: chapter 27 of the bee master of Warrilow by ticknor edwards this librivox recording is in the public domain the autocrat of the bee garden books said the bee master of Warrilow, looking round through grey wreaths of tobacco smoke at his crowded shelves books seem to tell you most things near some matter but when it comes to books on bees "'Well, tis somehow quite another pair of shoes.' "'He stopped to listen to the wind blowing great guns outside in the winter darkness. "'The little cottage seemed to crouch and shudder beneath the blast, "'and the rain drove against the lattice windows with a sobbing, timorous note. "'The bee-master drew the old oak settle nearer to the fire.' and sat for a moment silently watching the comfortable blaze true as print he went on lapsing more and more into the quaint tangy sussex dialect as his theme impressed him twas an old saying o my father's and right enough maybe in his time i couldn't read to be sure so i might a been over unskeptical but books was too expensive in those days to put many lies into. He took down at random from the case on the chimney breast about a dozen modern paper-covered treatises on beekeeping and threw them, rather contemptuously, on the table. I'm not saying, mind ye, he hastened to add, that there's a word against truth in any one of them. They're all true enough, no doubt for they contradict each other at every turn. Tis as if one man said, Roses was white, and another said, No, nah, you're wrong, they're yellow. And a third said, You're yeah, both wrong, they're red. And when folks are in dispute in this way, because they agree, and not because they differ, there's little hope of ever pacifying them i heard tell once of a woman beekeeper years ago that had a good word about bees said she they never do anything invariably and she weren't far off the truth she knew her own sex did wise mrs tupper now the trouble with the book writers on bees is that they try to make a science of something that can never rightly be a science at all they try to add two numbers together that they don't know and that are all as changing and are surprised if they don't arrive at an exact total there's the bees and there's the weather together the result will be so many pounds of honey if the english climate went by the calendar and the bees worked according to unchangeable rules, you might reckon out your honey-tech within a spoonful, and bee-keeping would be little more than sitting in a summer-house and figuring on a sled. But with frosts in June and August weather in February, and your honey-makers naught but a tribe of whimsy sex-thwarted women-folk, a nation of everlasting spinsters, how can and bee keepin' be anything else than a kind of walking tar in a foreign land? When every twist and turn o' the way shows something curious or different. He stopped to recharge his pipe from the earthen tobacco jar, shaped like an old straw beehive, which had yielded solace to many a past generation of the warrilow clan. Tis just this matter o' sex, he continued that these book-writing bee-masters seem to leave altogether out of their reckoning, and yet it lies well to the heart of the whole business in an average prosperous hive there are about thirty thousand of these little stunted quick-witted worker-bees not one of which but could have grown into a fully developed mother-bee twice the size and laying her thousands of eggs a day if only her early bringings up had been different but nature has doomed her to be an old maid from her very cradle although she is born with all the instincts and capabilities for motherhood that you wonder at in a fully grown prolific queen and yet the bee-masters expect her to accept her fate without a murmur to live and work to-day just as she did yesterday and the day afore to tend and feed patiently the young bees that she has been denied all part in producing to support a lot of lazy drones in luxury and idleness and generally to act like a reasonable contented happy creature all the way through he took three or four long contemplative pause at his brosley clay then came back to his subject and his dialect together tis no wonder said he that the little worker bee gets crotchety time and again women creatures is all of much the same kidney whether tis bees or humans their nature is not to look ahead but just to do the next thing they see sideways mostly like a hoss with an eye-shade but no blinkers but now and then they ups and looks straight afore em and then tis trouble brewing for masters o all kinds whether in hives or homes o men lot's wife she were a kind o bee-woman and so were eve i'd a been glad to ha known em both bless em the world ud be all the sweeter for a few more like they harm done through bein too much of a woman creature is never all harm in the long run depend on it with his great sunburnt hand he stirred the flimsy dog-eared pamphlets about thoughtfully as a man will stir leaves with a stick Now, 'tis just this way with bees he went on if you study how to keep em busy with plain right down necessity hard at their heels all goes well the bees have no time for anything but work as the soup is with honey you take em off and put empty ones in their place the queen below fills comb after comb with eggs and you make the brood nest larger and larger there is always more room everywhere drop down from the skies like no matter how fast the stock increases nor how much the bees bring in just their plain day's work is enough and more'n enough for the best of them. and so the summer heat goes by the honey harvest is ended and the bees have had no chance to dwell upon and grow rebellious over the wise wrong that nature has done their sex in bee- life, tis always evil that's wrought not by want of thought, but by too much of it. Bad beemanship is just given bees time to think. many's the time continued the bee-master, thrusting the bowl of his empty pipe into the heart of the wood embers for lustration and taking a clean one down for immediate use from the rack over his head. Many's the time and oft it has come over me that perhaps bees weren't allers as we see em now maybe way back in the times when england was a tropic country tens of thousands of years ago there was no call for em to live packed together in one dark chamber as they do to-day if the year was warm all the twelve months through and flowers allers bloomin', there'd be no need for a winter larder nor for any hives at all like as not each woman bee lived by herself then in some dry nook or other made her little nest of comb and brought up her own children happy and comfortable maybe even and i can well believe it of her knowing her nature as i do she kept a girt buzzing blusterous drone about the place and let him eat and drink in idleness while she did all the work, willing enough for the two. Then, as the world slowly cooled down through the centuries, there came a short time in each year when the flowers ceased to bloom, and the bees found they had to put by a store of honey to last till the heat and the blossoms showed up again. And there was another thing they must have found out when the cold spell was over the earth bees that kept apart by themselves died a cold but those that huddled together in crowds lived warm enough throughout the winter the more there were of em the warmer they kept and the less food they needed and so as the winters got longer and colder the bee colonies increased until at last from force of habit they took to keeping together all a year round so you see like as not tis experience as has brought em to build their cities of to-day just as experience or the one ye never mention has put the same thing into the hearts o men a sudden flaw of wind struck the little cottage with a sound like thunder and made the cut-glass lustres on the mantel tinkle and glitter in the yellow candle-glow the old bee-man stopped with his pipe half-way to his mouth nodded gravely towards the window in a kind of obeisance to the elements and then resumed his theme but there's a many things about bees he said that no man'll come to the rights of until all earthly things is made clear in the day o days A great trouble and hindrance to bee-keeping is the swarm and a good bee-master nowadays tries all he can to circumvent it but the old habit comes back again and again and often with stocks of bees that haven't had a fit of it for years now did ye ever think what swarmin' must have been in the beginning he suddenly levelled the pipe-stem straight at my head well tis all speculation but here's my idea of it for what is worth take the wopses they're thousands of years behind the honey-bee in development and so they give ye a look so to speak into the past the end of a wops colony comes when the females are ready in november and hundreds of em go off to hide for the winter each in some hole or crevice until in the warm spring days each comes out to start a new and separate home well perhaps the honey bees did much the same thing long ago when they were all mother bees and the same time when the world was young and perhaps the swarm fever in a hive today is nought but a kind of memory of this still working though its main use is gone the books here Will tell ye a many other things brought about by swarming, right and good enough with the old-fashioned hives. Yet that gainsays nothing. Nature allers works double and treble-handed in all her dealings. Her every stroke tells far and wide, like the thousand ripples you make when ye pitch a stone in a pond. End of chapter 27